I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello, welcome back to Smash Pod. This is part two. If you want to hear part one, why not go back and listen to that? In the meantime, here's part two. I hope you enjoy. I really do. Ah, well, this is when Danny gets shot with the arrow. Obviously, he lives. Uh, they win the battle, and, and he just, they decide to join forces with the other village and share all the spoils. So Danny and Peachy start... There's a lovely scene where they go over all the spoils. I love that bit. Mm. All the treasure. Mm. Not mm, A lot of treasure, not, not as much. As, but the treasure's kind of like... This is worth like five five p and exactly market. yeah it's yeah. not it's like fifteen <clears throat> quid's worth of stuff yeah call yeah, it a hundred yeah. round it up round it up to one hundred and twelve but the, 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 meanwhile the villagers all think that Danny is a god because the arrow didn't kill him so Kane thinks hello this will work to our advantage yeah Kane's the brains of the operation absolutely total brains of the operation yeah um, so the the people will follow a god and they they call him Sikander the second mm. after Alexander the Great that's right <clears throat> who was there first. Yes. Who they considered a god. Yes. But Connery's kind of, Connery's, I mean, he comes around quite quickly. He's like, oh, I'm not sure about that. Mm. And then Kane does that wonderful, he sort of walks away. We see the back and then he sort of pauses and then turns around and goes, no, wait a minute. And then we, we buy in and Connery is sort of, he's, he's, he's quickly turned, but you do feel this may not end well. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> Well, talking of not ending well, we're now seeing them playing polo with Udar's head. Udar's head. Yeah. And that's another great beat because you do go, okay, the stakes just, it just, again, drops you out of the yeah. caper that mm. they're up to. The, the, just the darkness appears and you just go, yeah, this could go wrong at any time, which yeah. I love. I think that's a, it's a really clever way of doing it. Yeah. So um, more villagers are then taken and they pillage them. Um, more men get added to their ranks so they get a bigger army. And after six victories, they're giving nothing but tributes and women dancing, including Michael Caine's real wife. I know. I, st- I did struggle with that. Um, I, I thought that's a. F- I mean, I don't know. What did they? I'd love to know that again. That casting process. Whether you know, Caine did sort of say, "I tell you what, 
I mean, Shakira's going to be here anyway, mm. and she's brilliant, and she's mm. a great actress and stuff, and she's totally gorgeous. So Shakira, you went, yeah, no, Houston, yeah, no, nice idea. Yeah. I'm just curious more than anything else about how that came about. I know, knowing what you know about Kane is probably to do with the fact that they can both be there and have a holiday and both get paid for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But she's also get, she's really good. Mm. She's, oh yeah, you know she's really intense and obviously looks amazing. But there's a, there's a kind of a a sort of a wonderful intensity about her, which is played out obviously the further we go through the film. But there it's is, yeah. she's, she's it's a pretty remarkable. And she gets Remarkable to say poem. one word. You what, know. what is the word? Roxanne, her own name. Yes, she does. Yeah. That's the only word yeah. she says in the whole film, which is, again, silence those women. Also a really... Don't let those women speak. Really curious name to have. Roxanne, as a, yeah. As a, as a, I mean, if you, if you wrote down all the indigenous names of mm. Kafiristan, I don't know whether Roxanne would be in the top ten. They were probably just fans of the police. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Serrano. There was a touring production of Serrano. Maybe there was. Maybe that's how it happened. Yeah. Um, but then, isn't there a thing here where he says if a god makes love to a girl, she goes on fire? Yes. Yeah, yeah that's a bit of a downside, isn't it? Which they really buy into. Yeah. Having a bastos penis. Would that help? Bastos fanny, sure. Bastos fanny. But that would put the fire out. Yeah. But then also you're getting into glass shards, and I mean, really unpleasant. You'd have to dip it in it before, I guess. <laughs> liquid, liquid asbestos. Don't worry, darling. Yeah. I'm going to have sherry, then liquid asbestos, and then away we go. The ultimate protection. I don't want you to go on fire. <laughs> well, I do. Well, I do. I mean, but not, not literally. literally. Not in that no. way. That'd be awful. It's another Friday night at Weatherspoons. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the holy men arrive uh, to speak to Secunda the second. He's also very good. Yes. Senior holy man. Well, holy just, oh, no, we yeah. haven't been to the senior no, holy we man. Seen, no, they so. just turn up and say, come. Yeah. Not like that. And they're all bald. Yeah, they're all bald. And he has to go and meet with the senior holy man, so the big cheese. Again, an excellent piece of casting. Yeah. Not a twitch of that fact. You know, the, yeah. the, John Huston did not have to turn around and go in his Irish accent, do you know what, love, you want to just tone it down a bit, a little, a little big. Mm. Just a couple of, couple of teeth and a Kind of screwed up eye, yeah. stares. To be fair to Houston, that's too good an Irish accent. He plays Irish like a pirate. You just want to tone it down a bit. Doesn't like that. <laughs> that's his Moriarty, anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they have to go alone. Uh, God cannot lose face, so he has to go alone. All the men will lynch him. And again, Kane's very. Um, yeah. He's very like we need. To, we we need to do this. Yeah. We have to go. He's very pragmatic. He gets it. They go to the holy city of Sikandagul. No so, weapons are allowed. Named after Alexander, so mm. yeah, he's Alexander the Great made a big impression. And his yeah. pet gull, yes, <laughs> who still ends up on Sean Connery's head. Sean Connery. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all matches now, doesn't yeah, it? Does. Or it might have been Sandy Gull. <laughs> might have been there as well. That's so, so Sandy Gull. He was a war correspondent, wasn't he? Yes, he was. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I am the Weaver. Uh, <laughs> So now we shall see. So Danny has to be shot with another arrow. Yeah, that's a that's a tense moment. It mm. is, you isn't just it? think how they're going to get out of this one mm. um, because it's a logical move. Yes, we're just going to double check. Yeah. yeah. Oh shit! Belt and braces. Yeah. But equally, there's always a point where they go that when faced with death, which happens on several occasions, there's a certain sense of well, this is it then. Fuck it. Yeah. We're yeah. going down. Yeah. This is another example of that. There's no kind of obvious fear because they've obviously faced fear in what they've seen and done previously, these two characters. And yes. so this is our time. There's a sort of fatalistic nature to it. Yeah, you're right. I mean, he does, he struggles and he pulls and all the rest of it. Yep. But there's, there's a sense of, well, if it's now, it's now. Again, mm. which mm. is a, 
Maybe it's a light motif. Mm. Maybe. But they're going to go and stab him instead, and that's when they see the, the eye. Necklace. Yes. And you go, oh, you see, that's good. Yeah, yeah. thank God he went to H. Samuel. Absolutely. You know, or whatever. But he Elizabeth can pull it Duke. off. There's not, oh. But not many people can pull off that uh, that sort of rugged, hairy-chested diamond um, gold chain look. No. And you know, Sean he's lucky he didn't get lost in the, the the thicket. He's a hairy man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They might not have only, they might have only seen it too late. Yeah, exactly. And they were shaving his body or something. Yeah, you but don't want to burn him as he is because it will go for days. <laughs> you wanna, <laughs> no, he, I don't think. I think it's the reverse. <laughs> really? You go up like a you go up like a pine that's tree. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Like a Christmas tree after Christmas. Exactly. Lovely. Uh, but now he's accepted. Because they think it's because it's a holy. Well, they all drop to their knees. They, re- they even do. the senior holy man, and they're mm. like, "What the fuck is this about?" Well, he's made king now, isn't he? And you get to see his ass, mm-hmm. which is exciting. Yeah, you get a glimpse. Something for the ladies. Yeah, yeah. You do see Sean's ass as they're putting on a rather That's nice right. smock. Yeah. Another outfit that fucker can pull off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's only two people on this planet that can pull it off. One is Sean Connery, and the other is sitting right opposite. Absolutely. Me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so drop. So, just as a surprise. We have a smock. We got a smock. We're yeah. going to recreate yeah. that scene right now. I should My say there is up. a sign saying no smocking outside, so Ooh, can't do that God. in here. Dreadful. <laughs> Dreadful. The yellow card offence. Uh, um, so then they're given more jewels than, they can, than they've ever seen. A jewel the size of a tangerine, as he would say in Batman. Mm. Um, but, so then, can, uh, but then... That, there's a, there's that, that that's 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 not a jewel. That's not a knife. That's a knife. Yeah. He pulls out, you know, a ruby the size Huge. of monstrously big. Um, so then Kane suggests to just take them. He's basically saying we could just go. Mm. You know, we're not needed here. We've got what we came for. Let's just go. I know he's bought into this king business, hasn't he? Yeah. Well, he's yeah, God thing. Yeah. You know, real boss man. Believe in his own hype. Happens to the best of them. Yeah. Michael well, this- Jackson. Yep. That's the most. I think this is the most interesting part of the movie is when he starts to, because he has that conversation in which he says, "I'm staying." Mm. Uh, I know that's said a little bit later on, but um, mm. you you have the real sense that uh, the self fulfilling prophecy aspect of this story could be true, and Connery starts to buy into it and believe it and go, "Maybe I literally am a god. Maybe I am the second yeah. coming." Oh my god! Think of it. You know, I got the the talisman. I got this. I got that. Um, and he starts to kind of, for a while there, he's, there's only one scene in which he's being the King Solomon kind of character and yeah. kind of help with solving all the village disputes. But he really starts to earn his place as the king and god of this country. Yes. And he's a fair ruler and he makes good decisions. And it's a kind of interesting moment where he starts to fulfill his own potential as, a, as, a, as the best he is as a human being is in that scene. In and the, great, the grain thing, you know, there's a, you go, <clears> God, it's smart. 10% of your grain yeah. shall be this. Yeah. And you know, yes. you go, yeah. It kind of is kind of weirdly working. But again, there's that, you know, the empirical thing when, you know, the, 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 the English arrived and said, this is going to happen, this is going to happen, this is going to happen. Mm. Never for a while. And that's pretty cool. Yeah. Until it Infrastructure. Wasn't. There you go. Infrastructure. Yeah, yeah. He also says... <clears throat> Oh, here we at go. At one point, it probably won't work because I'm not very good at Connery. Uh, is this this is this is the beat? This is the moment. Is it? Yeah. This yes. is the Sean Connery. Okay. So Just, Kane mm. is laughing at the uh, story about the the cattle and the wives and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And he says, "It's no laughing matter. Without cattle, there ain't no meat, no hides, no hooves, no horns, and without milk, there ain't no butter, no cheese, and the children's bowls go empty." I think that's very oh, good. that's yeah, amazing. Very, yeah, is that all right? Good. Yeah, he says it really quickly as well. The, the, the beats like you do there is absolutely perfect. So yeah, yeah, that was. Yeah, mm. it's not a it. It's not a great Connery, but it's my favourite line of his in the film. The deliver the, the the impression is good, but it's the yeah. way the, the the pace of it is perfect. Thank you. So thank right, you. No, I agree. But uh, uh, next, mm. 
No, I was, that... I was pretending you were an actor and it was next. Oh, Sorry. I see. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> pretending that Rufus is an actor. <laughs> <laughs> I am awful. Um, but what we what we get here is him, like we say, believing his own hype because he then says to Peach, uh, to, to Peachy, you know what? You better start bowing to me too to mm. really sell this. That's mm. a moment and a half, isn't like, it? Whoa. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And Connery deals with it very well in the moment because he mm. just goes, you know, he sees the logic of it and goes, yeah, all right, all right. Yeah, 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 it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Until it's not. He also realises that, because I think the journey that Connery goes on is, uh, or that the, the character goes on is, is that uh, service actually is of some value. You know, if you're going to be a decent king and ruler, you need to serve your people. And so you do need to sit there and listen to, trivial long disputes between villagers about who owns which cattle mm. and you have to be a good ruler and solve them all and actually gold at that point becomes of much less value and interest to him and when he says he's going to stay and not not even go back with cane yes. it's like oh god this isn't even about the money no this is about something else and at that point it's like is it about service or is it about power and you soon realize it's actually about power mm-hmm. uh, and that's the journey that he's got the third kind of part of his journey is is his his absolute you know, need for ultimate power. And building a bridge. Yeah. But he talks about, you know, uh, th- that whole speech he has about going to see, uh, which which feeds into to exactly what you've just said, which is I'm going to go and I'm going to see the Queen and I'm going to stand, not kneel, stand in front of the Queen and she's going to give me the Order of the Garter. It's very heavy. And she will say, there you go, whatever the line is, there you go, cousin. Mm. Mm. Um, and at that point you're going, okay, right, this is where we are now with yeah. you, big man. Jesus yeah. fucking Christ. And even, even you know, Cain's just going, Christ. Yeah. Well, doesn't he say to him, I, I'm a king, you're a subject? Yeah, yeah. that's, that's yeah. where the friendship really starts yes. to fracture. Yeah. Um, so then Danny announces he'll choose a wife and give the villagers an heir. Mm. So here we go again. This is just... Well, that starts off, you sort of go, well, if you follow Connery, if you follow his logic through, you go, well, okay, I'll follow, I'm following this, this logic through. That makes a lot of sense. But, of course, it doesn't to the good people when their sort of their awakening starts to happen, really. It's like, no, because otherwise we're back into fiery penis and asbestos vaginas. Mm. Mm. Absolutely. And also, the, um, Billy tells him that there's om- the omens are very bad. Yeah, Billy. Him yeah. marrying a girl. Billy Fish. I know. Well, should have listened to Billy Fish and mm, Peachy. Yeah. Thank God he was there. Because also what I did mention is that uh, Peachy's saying to him that the, when the snow clears, we can go. And it's going to clear in a couple of weeks, and that's when he says, I don't want to go, I want to stay. Mm. And then you just forgot, you just completely forgotten the whole reason of them being there mm. was this quest for riches and to go home with them. That's just mad. Uh, mm. So then Roxanne, he's picked Roxanne, obviously, and she arrives at the ceremony. And um, Peachy tells Danny he's going to take half the money in the rifles and begs him to come back with him, but he just won't. He doesn't say sorry, does he? No. <laughs> At no point does he go, look, I know the plan was for us to go out here and do this and do that, and then we go home really rich and stuff. Um, I'm not going to do that. He never says, I suppose because he's got his king complex on by then, yes. but he never says, I'm really sorry, Peachy. You're going to have to make that <laughs> treacherous journey back across um, the Hindu Kush on your own. But there's a friendship mm, beat. It's coming. an interesting friendship beat we, without the apology that uh, when Connery, he says, I'm going to take half. And you think, actually, there's a potential one angle, one, one way to go in this film would have, would have been for their friendship to kick off at that point. Is that No, you're not, because I haven't said. But it, it's, it's a benign and rather lovely moment between two friends that still have some kind of mm. you know, emotional bond between them where it's basically fine. Then he says, you know, I'm, I'm getting married. At half eleven, stick around. And he goes, well, yeah, he says, yeah, of course I will. For old yeah. times' sake, leading up the aisle. Yeah. Um, which is, again, it, this film is constantly 
sort of fused with those little f- the friendship beats and the, f- the humanity of, of, of friendship. It, it, mm. They never lose that. Throughout, at any point in the film, it gets diverted from time to time. They yell at each other a bit. But ultimately, it, it is still very much about you know that, that kind of weird chivalric friendship, the camaraderie that I guess you probably only really established in many ways in, in battle if you fought together, um, which I thought was always rather, rather kind of moving. But he says, yeah, I'm getting married at half 11. Stick around. Yeah. I don't know how he knows he's half 11. Sundial. <clears throat> I would have to be. Yeah. I mean, he's got a hell of a watch on. <laughs> wow. Can't face those Twitter notifications? Forgot to watch anything but Netflix? Dreading the video conference small talk at nine? You need a new vitamin, you know. You need the Smart 7. It's a brand new daily podcast that puts your brain into gear. Everything you need to know in less than seven minutes. You need the smarts. Hey, we got the smarts. The Smart 7, every weekday at 7am. Available right now on Spotify and all the usual places. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. So the wedding ceremony happens, and he goes to kiss Roxanne, and but she... she's drugged up. You see, yeah. I, you see, I didn't. I just thought she was. I thought it was. I went for a trance, mm. a sort of a disturbed, pained trance. But but um, she's drugged up, and I guess she's been given drugs or taken drugs just for the absolute hell of it. Yeah. Um, I mean, the literal hell of it. 
rather than the fun of it. Mm. And it's a really startling when you see her. You just you think, God, this really is. I mean, she's not. So many times that scene would have been played with a sort of a demure, a veil, and the eyes down. And yes. She's not. She's drugged up to get yeah. through this trauma because she firmly believes, and it's so clear that she is going to fucking die mm. um, because of his flaming penis. penis. Mm. Yeah. And there's no asbestos for at least. Four miles. At least. And a hundred years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's that's a minor irrelevance. Um, but she bites him and draws blood. It's brilliant. Yeah. It's so clever. Mm. It's brilliant. And they say, uh, not God, not devil, but man. Yeah. I watched that scene and I was thinking, is there anything he could have done mm. to sort of f- to, to flip it, to get out of it? And you thought, short of... I don't know, a, a Kleenex just to go, no, it's not. Yeah. No, it's yeah. not. He's the get, but, he, but, Connor, uh, but Kane realizes so quickly. Yes. Game's up. Game's up. Game's up. Done. There's the no, gigs up. Uh, the, the gigs, gigs up. Daddy. Yeah. Which I love. Yeah. Again, it's another amazing point where you, you, you're ne- as an audience member, you're never ahead of the story being That's told. That's right. That's right. They're always just a smidge ahead because you're going, oh, is it? No, but surely there's a, oh, shit. Yeah. And it escalates. And it's so, it's so much a film about brassing it out as well. Yes. Because there's a couple of times it, yeah. where he says, we've got to brass it out. Let's mm. brass it out, Danny. And, they, and they're staring ahead going, let's just do it. And then, no, gigs up, Danny, we're off. And mm. it, like you were saying earlier, that moment when they think they're going to die, a couple of times, they're like, all right, we're going to die then. Mm. And there's a couple of moments like, nope, we're not going to die. Not this time. Not today. Mm. And it's such a – and in a way, it's an old-fashioned English story about when to, when to fight and when to flight, you know, mm. when to do it. Mm. And uh, yeah, this moment when Kane realizes the story's their story is over, and they just keep going, keep walking straight a, ahead. It's, it's immediate. It's, it's, like, immediate. it's like walking past a bunch of rowdy guys after a night out in the pub, you know, and you think, no, don't look at, don't, no, don't make eye contact. You know, you just it's one of those moments when they start trying to walk out of the village, yes. and head down towards the bridge, and you think, no, just keep walking. Just the crowd is going to turn at any moment, and they charge at them. Peachy. I'm heartily ashamed for getting you killed instead of going home rich like you deserve to, on account of me being so bleeding high and bloody mighty. Can you forgive me? That I can, and that I do, Danny. Free and full, and without let or hindrance. Everything's all right, then. It's quite fitting that um, with what happens to Danny because the reason he builds the bridge is because there's no more people left to fight. Yes, and of course he dies on the, the, the mm. on the bridge itself. It's also enough. destroying the colonial legacy, isn't it? It's yes. Like, well, you gave us this transport system. Uh, we destroy, we just sabotage this transport. So we cut ourselves off from the outside world mm. again. Again, but yeah. we don't need your white man's engineering. You know, we reject it. We we go back to the old ways. Leave us alone. Leave and us all the peace. spoils go down with Billy Fish as well. Yeah, yeah. Who commits suicide? Mm. You know, suicide by, well, by angry mob. But, yeah. but again, it's that uh, you know, I will fight to the death for, for my British overlords. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't do that. You yeah, could, uh, really. but you know, so it is a remarkable display of loyalty. But it's also another, uh, you know, a very healthy comment on. Um, on you know that colonialism and all the rest of it, yeah, yeah, um, which says I think says a lot as well, which is important. Which is yeah, really good. but dear old Billy Fish, but he falls as we as we know. Well, we'll find out how long he falls for off the bridge, according to the older and rather ravaged. 
Michael Caine <clears throat> that we saw at the beginning. Mm. Yeah. Well, Caine gets crucified. He does. And I think the point where he holds up his hands, yes. I wanted them, I'm glad, not wanted them, there was a part of me that wanted them to cut back to that because I'm sure there's a tiny little moment where you see basically through his hand. Oh, really? Yeah. So they've got, like, you can clearly see they've got bandages around them where but he's been. Yeah, but there's, there's, a, there's a sort of a, um, I'm pretty sure at least, because it's a very quick, but he sort of holds one or both of his hands up very, very briefly and you go, oh, what's that? Yeah, the Kipling could have passed him a coin or something, and it just goes straight, just goes straight through his hand. Oh, what? sorry, not that hand. Yeah, one of his Blink. apple pies, straight yeah. through. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go, have a slice of pie. Oh, not that hand. If you wouldn't mind, oh, it's gone on the floor now. Someone hands, <laughs> yeah, someone, someone hands him his chain from a change from a, from a purchase in a exactly. shop, and goes, yeah. "Have you got anything bigger than one piece? Because I yeah. can't, just can't. Honestly, just go straight through. Yeah, have you got fifty peas? <laughs> he should have held his hands up to Kipling and said, "Can you put me up for the night?" <laughs> yeah. John Houston going, cut, cut, in Irish accent. That was a good joke, Michael. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we cut back to him with uh, with Kipling. And uh, he's got he's got Danny's head in a bag, as mm. you said earlier, with the crown still on it. Yeah. Great, great touch that the crown's still on it. And great final shot of the, the, the decaying skull of Sean Connery that does look, still got the whiskers, I think. Yeah. It does, it still has a bit of whiskers on it. Uh, Kane leaving him with the gold crown, though, is mm. you'd think <laughs> you'd think of it full sex it, and as he goes, you just go, actually, oh, yeah. I might just retrieve the, the whole point of going to Kafiristan, <laughs> which just, was to get some gold yeah, and take just, that. Sorry, away. You, can, you can keep yeah. Sean's head. So you keep sorry, the mate. decaying head, but I really, it's an oversight. But Plummer's there just with his eyes on stalks, just yeah, like, absolutely uh, gawping. Just gawping, and yeah. they're kind of a sort of wonderful innocence. Mm. Like this incredible tale told by. An old Kane, Kane. yeah. Kane's, Kane. sorry, Kane's old voice, by the way, because he comes in at the beginning, I'm mm. giving it some of that. Mm. And then at the end of the framing narrative, he's back to, I'm giving it some of that. Mm. But the voiceover he does throughout the film, just, mm. just, just, just ordinary, normal. Ordinary Kane. Kane. He's ordinary. in a monologue. Yeah. That's not been affected by the crucifixion, no, I suppose is it? it hasn't. No. You do wonder, I mean, you do, as when he returns and it's bookended nicely with Kane's arrival with Sean's whiskery skull. Do you think, oh, the set of things that Michael Caine has seen after the crucifixion? Absolutely. Yeah. But he well, says he says he falls. Sean Connery falls the sort of the fable oh, for, like, of the, for like half an hour. Yeah, something or like 45 that. minutes or something. Terminal yeah. velocity is, of course, 32 feet per second. So we could work that out. Uh, Go for it. Yeah. No, I'm, yeah, I mean, uh, what do we say? Carry the one, multiply by. I mean, he's falling for several miles. Yeah. So he had a good chance to think about 30 miles. A good chance to think about what he'd done. Exactly. Also, it just reminds us they were jolly high up. Yeah. 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 But he said he didn't die when he was crucified as well, by the way. So they let him go. Oh. Well, they were so astonished at his resilience. It'd be good if they went, my God, you're a god. And you'd be like, oh, not this again. Said, you know, this has happened before, yeah. lads. Oh, yeah. You too, yeah. Jesus. I was there, remember? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. oh yeah, it's uh, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, by the way, I meant to mention earlier, Christopher Plummer was a last-minute addition to this film. Yes, yeah, supposed to Burton. be because of Kevin Spacey. Richard Burton. Yeah, because of Kevin Spacey. Yeah. 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 Richard so Burton meant to be Richard Burton. So why did Richard? What happened? Scheduling I think conflict. He was, maybe his back was bad. He had a bad mm, back. The old bad back. The old crystallized. Bad back. Mm, crystallized back. Yeah. Gosh. It was Plummer's wig is a bit. Not and the great. nose. He's Maybe. got a bit of a schnoz, hasn't I'm he? curious. Yeah. Why would they have given um, a funny little wig to Christopher Plummer? I don't know. I didn't, didn't need one. It. Maybe no. he was bald at the time. Maybe he was playing Othello. Maybe. <laughs> In the evenings. I was just thinking of other bald parts you can do. Not like that. Well, all 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 the all the monks, um, the holy holy men um, in 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 the film. Maybe he was playing Hitman. <laughs> given how given how bald Sean is in the film, mm. 
you suddenly realise that he's been that bald since the 60s. Yes. Know? And then I'm watching Goldfinger, for instance, with mm. the weave he's got going on Oh, it's, on a, great, it's a great weave. It's though. a good it's weave. It's a really good weave. But then you think, oh, my God, you've had no hair for a really long I'm time. I'm pretty sure that Doctor No is the only one where he's got his full head of hair. Is it? Oh, yeah. really? After that, it's a hair piece of some well, sort. Well, the rug, the rug in uh, Never Say Never Again is an absolute risible shot. Mm. That is, yes, the he, one Andrew Neil's got now. Yeah. I wonder if he had three. I wonder if he had Terry Wogan's just had my haircut. Mm, hair's about right. I'm gonna need a haircut. <laughs> just had a haircut. Hair's about right. I'm gonna need a haircut. Because that's what he did, wasn't it? Over a kind of six week cycle. Oh. <laughs> but you forgive Tell. Yeah. Yeah. So there we go. The man who would be king. The man who would be king. Seek wow. it out. That was good, wasn't it? I enjoyed yeah. that. Yeah, very much. I won't do the questions because we did them last time. Well, mm. we could try. Do you want to do them again? Yeah, let's do them again. What about. I haven't got any ready for. Um, no. For. Um, we could ask Dang. a question about what's your favourite adve- man adventure film? If I say man, I mean adventure film uh, of this sort. Is well, it this? the first one that springs to mind, mm. that is my favourite. But again, it was very much a film that um, for me was at the time um, Romancing the Stone, mm. which I mm. love dearly. With, mm. uh, and also that was, I think, Kathleen Turner was my first proper teenage crush. Yes. was on, on Kathleen Turner. And I've always had a crush on Michael Douglas. Who hasn't? He's a sex addict. <laughs> Aren't we all? Yeah, well, in many ways, well, with our asbestos and our flamethrowing. <laughs> of course, penile. I had to get mine removed. What, your asbestos, <laughs> My asbestos penis. Yeah. And did you? Yeah. Because it was causing you problems. Council had to come in and take it away. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm tiny man up a ladder. Sorry. I'm entering the stage with my son, who's nine, of getting into Indiana Jones. Same. Yeah. Oh, not not yeah. with your son, but with yeah, my son. Yeah, with your son. Yeah. So perfect age for them to get into Indiana Jones. Yeah, and, my son's uh, the same age. So, yeah. yeah. Absolutely ideal. What a great... See, that's the one, the one good thing about children. You get to revisit. Yes. Yeah. To revisit films. And uh, some some really do happily deserve and, and earn that wonderful rewatch. Yeah. Yes. And there's some you just go, it's okay, it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But this film is always worth a rewatch. It is. It is worth a rewatch, and it is a really, really. I, th- I c- can't imagine a better title. No, no. It's a great title. It's perfect, wasn't it? It, it was, was certainly. Perfect. I think it was Kane and Connery's favorite film to make. Yes, I think both of them claim that that. 1975, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. It was their favourite ever film. So that's something. It's the only film they did together, though, isn't it? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah. it is. Which is really quite startling. It given is, that isn't they, it? When you they sort of think they must have tumbled over each other hundreds of yeah, times. Yeah, same with Roger Moore. They only did Kane and Moore, and he did one film as well. Bullseye. Scoundrel. Bullseye. Bullseye. Oh, bull. Who was Dirty Rotten Scoundrels then? It was Kane and. That was Kane and. Steve Martin. Steve Martin. Steve Martin. Bullseye directed by. Michael Winner. Yeah. I did an episode on that. Did you? Yeah, I did a live screening of you it. See, there are many more films <laughs> I'd like to revisit. Your your listeners will tell you whether I deserve that honour again, but. Um, well, you're always welcome. Both of you are always welcome. I will revisit many, many happily. Because this is your hat trick. No, it would be a hat trick if the first one hadn't done. Yeah, yeah. But there we go. There we are. Well, Rufus, thank you very much. Thank you, John. Alistair, thank you so much for coming. Thank you, John. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. The Son of God goes forth to what a kingly crown to gain. His blood red banner streams afar. Chosen few on whom the Spirit came 
Well, valiant saints, their hope they knew and mocked the cross and flame. Hello you, my name's Tom Price. Hello, I'm Dave Cribb. You should come and join us every day. We do a podcast called Cabin Fever, where we talk to loads of comedians who've had to cancel everything else in their lives, so they come on our podcast instead, don't they, Dave? Yeah, it's an isolation podcast. Uh, Dave, were you yawning at the start of that sentence, Sam? Was it just a little yawn? Yeah, it's basically the Great Big Owl isolation podcast. We'll have people on from all our podcasts, from your Ruler Threes, your Brian and Rogers, your Musicals, your Bitchins. If you like any of our podcasts, if you like any of those people, chances are they'll be logging onto the Zoom call and just chatting, because let's face it, they got nothing else to do. Also, there'll be a quiz on the bell. All right, see you soon. Lots of love. Cabin F-E-A-3709. Oh, 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 that's our Twitter name. Great Big Owl.